This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. The number that is toll-free for you, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com and those other talk show hosts they charge you for their sites we give ours away so go and enjoy all the features there in fact you can actually control the content of the site uh so you can do that by going and submitting content to it so when i say content i I mean anything that's on the web maybe it's a youtube video you enjoyed maybe it is a, a news article or a blog post submitted as show prep other listeners can then vote you get to vote as well the most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the site. And it's really important when you go to freetalklive.com to visit our upcoming stories page as well. So you can vote on the newest stuff that's on the site and hope, hopefully help it get to the front page. So once again, freetalklive.com, go get interactive. Uh, Ian and Mark with you here tonight as usual. And of course, we'll take your calls about anything. 855-450-FREE allows you to take control of the airwaves. But there's a lot uh, in the news here, and some of it is uh, international of course, uh, last night on the program, we talked in detail about the Pussy Riot trial outcome, which I'm sure, Mark, you probably heard two years two in years. prison. Any uh, word mind. on whether Putin's going to give him a, 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 some kind of pardon or something? No, nope. uh, there's no word about that. Mm. I, don't think, I don't think he's going to do that. It seems like a good idea for him to do that, sort of from an international standpoint. You mean as far as like him getting elected again or from an international standpoint? From an international standpoint. I mean, Most, you know, the, the polls showed that people in Russia wanted these women to be put away. Not that that's right. I don't think it's right. Um, and I don't know if the poll was uh, was biased in the way that uh, the question was asked. And it probably was. Uh, but I would say that for Putin locally, it probably is not going to do him any good to, uh, to pardon them. Hmm. And I don't think he much cares about what the world thinks about him. Seems like a real clamp down on free speech not just in russia though i think a lot of people will listen to that russian story and they'll say to themselves Whew, sure is a good thing we live here in the good old united states stuff like that can't happen here except if you were to say that about if you were to say that you wouldn't be paying attention to what's happening here because our friend Adamo on monday uh was just put in a jail cell for three months with years of prison hanging over his head on a suspended uh, sentence for five years for the dastardly crime of recording audio of government bureaucrats while they were on duty. Yep. And calling as a member of the press, asking for a comment uh, while recording. And uh, because it, New Hampshire is a two-party state where both people have to be informed, um, you know, and he asked for a comment. I guess asking for a comment isn't the same as uh, saying you're being recorded. So therefore, the jury found him guilty of three felonies. And strangely... It was only misdemeanors, so you know I don't understand how people can you know how, how any but you know nobody let nobody read the law. The judge didn't read the law. The prosecutor didn't Wait, read the law. When you say the, it was only misdemeanors, what you mean by that is the way the law is written says that he could not have been possibly charged, at least in theory, with felonies because the felony count means you can't be a party to the conversation. That's correct. If, if you're recording a conversation to which you are not a party, that is what is supposed to result in a felony. He was one of the two parties on the line, so therefore it should not have been a felony. And as uh, Garrett Ian pointed out from freeconquered.org, this this case, more than anything, really shows how absolutely broken and crazy this system is. People talk about how great the justice system is here in the U.S., but it's like comparing cancers. I mean, really? 
the the prosecutor was able to charge a man with three felony counts that do not even appear, the circumstances of which are not even possibly supposed to be felonies, according to the law itself. He was able to charge him with three felonies and was able to go to trial as three felonies. The judge did not notice that they were not supposed to be three felonies, and the jury did not bother to uh, to notice that they were not supposed to be three felonies. The whole way it went from you know point A to the conviction, this man was convicted of things in the law that aren't even in the law. They, you That's know, how and crazy I, this is. I've got to say that it probably, if, if he had an attorney, this would have never happened. Maybe but so. That does in America, you shouldn't be required to have an attorney. No, and uh, right. I mean, some you should. Whoever it is that's charging you should be able to comprehend the law. They should be able to read the law. The judge should be you know, reading the law, what's right? What's interesting— They don't read this stuff. What's interesting on this particular case is somebody will say, oh, well, you know, if he broke the law and it's a felony, then he should be charged. But as soon as they find out that, oh, no, he was mischarged and it should have been a misdemeanor, well, that's a miscarriage of justice. Mm-hmm. What kind of—so, I mean, you're telling me that when the legislators get together, they are all knowing beings that somehow create a just law? This law was unjust—it's unjust— it's unjust that he got convicted of a misdemeanor, it would have been unjust if those would have been called felonies. It's just unjust. Absolutely. And the the latest, by the way, is on this case, because we've got actually other stuff to talk about here tonight, but for our listeners that don't listen during the week, just wanted to update you. Uh, I did talk to a demo today, a demo from copblock.org. Is, uh, he's a former co-host of this show. And uh, he told me that he has hired an attorney. Uh, he's not paying for the attorney. Thankfully, uh, Brandon Ross from the Manchester area, I believe, is a Free State Project participant. Uh, if not, maybe he's certainly a liberty-friendly uh, lawyer. He has stepped up to help out Adamo, and Adamo has made it clear to him, look, I don't have money to pay you. Uh, he stepped up and offered his services, I believe, just for the cost of court costs. So if you know if folks are going are willing to kick in the cost of court costs, this attorney is willing to help out with this and he was telling a demo that he thinks he might be able to get another trial now i don't know what motions you have to file to uh, to do that or you know what uh, evidence you have to rely on in order to get another trial but not an appeal but like basically a, a do-over like pointing out uh yeah this shouldn't have been a felony and you know other things that were wrong with the uh, with the trial pointing those things out and i guess crossing your fingers and hoping that you get another shot at it sure hope it the best or you know, making the point that he was not adequately represented, uh, I believe is what a demo had mentioned. So there may be a couple of different ways for the the attorney to approach that. Uh, we will certainly keep you in the loop as that uh, situation develops, because as my understanding, they have to file the paperwork for this like ASAP. There's a 10-day window post-trial, so they've got basically the first few days of the week to file all whatever necessary motions uh, will be in play. So that's the latest there. You can always go to copblock.org slash freeademo. That's copblock.org slash freeademo, A-D-E-M-O, to get the latest on this case. And there's lots of information there and ideas as to what you can do to uh, to help out and try to get this guy out of jail. But so the, the tyranny isn't happening just here uh, in the States. It's not just happening in Russia. It's all over the world. And here's another example from the international news. Uh, BBC reporting that a man paralyzed from the neck down has lost his high court case to allow doctors to end his life without fear of prosecution. Tony Nicholson, who's 58 from Melksham, Wiltshire, communicates by blinking and has described his life as a living nightmare since his stroke in 2005. Mm. Mr. Nicholson said he would appeal against the decision. The case went further than previous challenges to the law in England and Wales on assisted suicide and murder. Another man, known only as Martin, who's 47, also lost his case to end his life with medical help. 
Father of two, Mr. Nicholson was left paralyzed with locked-in syndrome after a uh, catastrophic stroke while on a business trip to Athens. Said he was devastated by the court's decision. Quote, although I didn't want to raise my hopes, it happened anyway because a fantastic amount of work went into my case. And I thought that if the court saw me as I am, utterly miserable with my life, powerless, to do anything about it because of my disability, then the judges would accept my reasoning that I do not want to carry on and should be able to have a dignified death. I'm saddened that the law wants to condemn me to a life of increasing indignity and misery. Explaining the decision, Lord Justice Tolson said (laughs) both cases were deeply moving. However, he added, a decision to allow their claims would have consequences far beyond the present cases. To do as Tony wants, the court would be making a major change in the law. Right. They would would be saying that people own their own lives Mm -hmm. and that they are able to do with their lives as they please. And there's no government on the planet at this point that's prepared to tell you that you're free. Well, this this judge is basically saying to these these men, look, uh, you're just going to have to suffer for the good of society. Because it's bad (laughs) if we just tell everybody that they own themselves. For the good of the state. Right. Because if the state were allowed... Well, that is their society. The state society. That's what they call it. Yeah. So 855-450-FREE is the number. We'll give you more on this case. And your thoughts are welcome about the right to take one's own life. You would think that if you own yourself, that this would be part and parcel. Like, you get to decide if you want to check out. 855-450-3733. But the people calling themselves the state disagree. They have an interest in keeping you around, apparently. 855-450-3733. You take control here. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Online Bitcoin poker at sealswithclubs.eu. That's right. Play poker online with Bitcoin, the digital cryptocurrency. Anonymous accounts, optional email, and no banking. Only Bitcoin deposits and withdrawals at sealswithclubs.eu. Great player rewards, free rolls, and other promotions. For more information, visit us online at sealswithclubs.eu. No seals were harmed in the making of this advertisement. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and download as many archives as you like. We have years worth of the show at your fingertips. You don't have to log in or jump through hoops or listen to mandatory advertising or anything like that. It's all just right there. You just click and download. They're yours for free. In fact, if you click into our SoundCloud page, that'll take you way back, and you'll be able to easily share whichever archives you like the best. So just click the share button, and then it allows you to plug it into your Facebook page uh, to share it with uh, Twitter or on your WordPress blog or wherever. There's a bunch of different options. Just go to freetalklive.com, look on the left under listen and share, and click SoundCloud to go to our SoundCloud page. Antiwar.com is having its quarterly pledge drive. You can support the best in anti-intervention news and views by going to antiwar.com slash donate. Antiwar.com is one of the premier voices when it comes to the news uh, about, and commentary about uh, United States foreign policy. 
you can't get better information than what you get from antiwar.com. So you can go to antiwar.com slash donate in order to uh, you know help them with their great work. A little bit more here from the BBC and then right into your phone calls. I just wanted to uh, give folks a bit more information uh, to chew on about this right to die case, which a man who is basically a total uh, – he, he's completely immobile. He has Paralyzed to, from the neck down. He has to communicate by blinking. Uh, says that his life is a living nightmare and that he can't do anything about it because, well, he's completely paralyzed. So right. If he were to beat people up that don't agree with him. Right. If he were to want to kill himself, he couldn't possibly do it. There's no way for him to affect his own death. And so he would have to have someone assist him with that. That's what the case was all about, was whether or not he could do something like that. And, of course, a judge has come back, or in this case, Lord Justice Tolson, has come back and uh, said that basically the state can't possibly allow this because it would be a major change in the law. And, of course, you know what he's not saying here is that we have an interest in keeping you folks alive. I'm not sure what the interest is because it's not like this guy's out making money and paying taxes into the system. So it's certainly not an interest from that perspective. But maybe there's some tax money going to him and so therefore he's you know receiving money from the system and so there, he's integral to that point. Uh, like what's the point of this? Well, why, I gotta why say, stop people from doing this? The state considers you to be its property yeah. as evidenced by the fact that it uh, taxes your labor. Uh, you can only take the fruits of, la- of the labor of things that you own. You know, you, you take a horse out and pull a plow with it and you know you grow some corn you get the fruit of the labor of that horse mm-hmm. and uh, you know with the, the the cow produces milk you get the fruit of its labor so but this guy isn't producing i understand but if they are to allow this individual to do with it as he pleases with his own life then the other serfs would believe that they were able to do with their lives as they please I and see. and then they would go and do what they wanted to you know, I mean, that's their whole shtick. Their whole shtick is we own you. He says, says the judge, under our system of government, these are matters for parliament to decide. The case differed from other right-to-die cases which have focused on assisted suicide. Mr. Nicholson would be unable to take lethal drugs even if they were prepared by someone else. For someone else to kill him would amount to murder, at least by uh, legal definition. The rulings were welcomed by the group SPUC Pro-Life. Paul Tully from that organization said, quote, Compassion and solidarity are humane and caring responses to locked-in syndrome. To legalize killing of those who are suffering would, ad- would adversely affect many, many people. Really? How is that exactly? How, how would it adver- adversely affect anyone at all for this man to uh, take his own life? I get it. Like, his family members might be sad to see him go. They probably love they him pro- a lot. They've had plenty of time to talk to him about it, though. Right. And so, as a you know, as somebody who loves another person, you want what's best for that person. And that means you don't decide. You you aren't in control of their life. You don't know what they value. And so, you don't get to make that decision unless they've given you express permission to do so in some sort of life or death. You know, they're completely unconscious kind of an emergency uh, living so, trust yeah so you don't get to make that decision so if your loved one has said that their life is terrible and that as much as they love you they just don't want to live it anymore then you should be respecting that so therefore who would possibly be affected in a negative manner this guy's saying it would adversely affect many people if people who have locked in syndrome which is their i guess some you know british way of saying he's completely uh you know incapacitated i don't know maybe who, who that, would, that's an aspect to a, some stroke that i've never heard of i don't who, know who would uh, who would possibly oppose this 
Well, 855-450-FREE. Who would possibly oppose the idea of a human being be able to make their own decision about their own life. Well, this is also speaks to uh, socialized medicine because they have the you know their NHS or whatever it's called over mm-hmm. there, um, the their their national health service. Then he can only get those doctors, or l- largely he probably can only afford them. I don't know if there's any private doctors. There are over private there. doctors. Okay, um, but he'd have to to hire them. So you don't have the competition. So you don't have a Kevorkian out there who's willing to go set it up so that he can grab, you know, he can grab the uh, the cord with his teeth and pull a guillotine down on his neck or well, something. But you also don't have a legal market in any way, shape, or form for these services. So no one's exactly going to even be. Well, Kevorkian was only convicted. Uh, Kevorkian was able to do his work. Uh, many times, it was until he actually killed somebody. He went one step further, and that's when he got convicted. Which is what they're talking about here. Uh, but rulings- he could. This guy could perhaps be put into a situation where he could do something himself. He could, t- you know, grab it, grab something with his teeth in order to turn it, um, and you know, then turn on some kind of drip of poison or something like that. Dr. Tony Kaland from the British Medical Association had this to say. He says the BMA does not believe that it would be in society's best interests for doctors to be able to legally end a patient's life. The BMA, he says, is opposed to the legalization of assisted dying, and we are not lobbying for any change in the law in the UK. But don't doctors have to take the Hippocratic Oath to to do no harm? First, they do no harm. Right. But by denying the patient's desires... Is that not doing harm? I don't think so. I think that uh, do no harm speaks to doing no action because, uh, you know, if, because taking action can often cause harm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. But I shouldn't think that, the harm be defined by the patient? Well, what if the patient isn't in a capacity to define it? What if they are well, in, in a coma? Well, in which case, then the doctor would be the one making that decision. As right. To and what then the, 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 the doctor case, decides whether patient, or not to kill a person in a coma? In this case, this patient is deciding that. No, no, I'm not saying don't do no harm. I'm saying that when you have someone telling you, look, doc, I'm in terrible pain. This is horrible. I need you to help me. Well, in that case, you're not doing harm. You're doing what your customer's asking you to do. Well, first off, all these doctors are government bureaucrats. I've never seen a government program that doesn't include mission creep. So when you turn the government over to the ability to, the, um, to you know, kill when the, at the patient's will, then I don't think it'll be too much longer before the government's able to kill at its own will. Your thoughts are welcome at 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, one 855 Four five zero three seven three three, and of course, uh, in the United States, isn't it just Washington State that allows assisted suicide? Maybe it's Oregon. Is it Oregon? It's one of those uh, up there, and that's it, as I understand it. Eight five five. It doesn't seem like they've been wiping people out there. No. Eight five five four fifty free. Who could possibly oppose this, and why? What is the state's interest in keeping? Because they could make an exception for people that are terminally ill in their rules. What's their interest in keeping this man who's completely crippled, totally Oregon. paraplegic? What is uh, what is their reason for stopping him from ending his own life? And your thoughts are welcome. Free talk live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society: the wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com.
Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want here. Live Saturday edition of the show, 855-453-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Joining you here this evening, it's Ian. And Mark. And by the way, uh, you can join us on our website, where we've got the Shrine of Female listeners with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video to prove that they are listeners of this program. Uh, shrine.freetalklive.com takes you there. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to be part of the Shrine at shrine.freetalklive.com. If you're looking for camping, hunting, shooting, survival gear, you want the name brands, and you want them at the best prices. Who doesn't? Well, you can get the best prices at manventureoutpost.com. If you're an outdoors enthusiast or you're buying one uh, some stuff for one, make sure you go to manventureoutpost.com first because they really do have everything, and they really do have it at the best prices. Certainly, there's some place that you're probably going to be able to get it for a few cents more or a few cents less, no doubt, at some time. But uh, generally, manventureoutpost.com is the lowest. I've, uh, you know, me and uh, some friends, we've all looked, and I've never been able to find a, a price lower. I'm sure you'll be able to find one somewhere. But it's manventureoutpost.com. I think you'll get the best prices there. Uh, some prices are so low they can't even be mentioned on the air. They are family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau, and you can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. That's 5% off. There are already low prices at manventureoutpost.com with coupon code FTL. All right, so I apologize. I said paraplegic before the break. Quadriplegic, I think, is a more accurate term for this man who basically has to communicate with by, by blinking his eyes. Uh, he's living a, a, what he describes as an absolutely horrifying life. He can't So he can't even speak, it. huh? It's the claim Apparently here. not. Yep. So, I mean, he's really, he's really in bad shape. Maybe he can't even move his mouth. Can he eat? It's not made clear uh, in this story. The story is mostly just about the court case and and what happened and why the the state ruled in favor of uh, the state and against this man's – what should be, in my opinion, should be his right to take his own life. It's a fundamental right to life. Uh, Now, if you have the right to life, which pretty much any any government – governing document around the world says, if you've got a right to life, then you have the right to take your own life. Because you have a right is an, uh, is an action of ownership. I have a right to drive my car because I own it. The thief does not have a right to drive my car. He does not own it. So, so therefore, I have the right to destroy to bash the window in on my car because it's my car. Absolutely. Now, I don't have the right to make my insurance company pay for it. So, your thoughts are welcome. 855-450-FREE. Let's go to Andy listening in Virginia Beach to WNIS. Hey, Andy. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? So, so here's the deal. I can completely empathize with the libertarian viewpoint on the right to life and the right to take one's life. Um, and you guys have touched on this a little bit, but um, I think the nuance comes mainly where, let's be honest, people can take their own lives. I mean, I guess if they have no motor function except their own eyelids, then perhaps they're a little more limited. But people can take their own lives. The real question in the vast majority of doctors suicide cases is whether someone can get someone else to take their life or assist them in taking their own life. Well, first of all, the reason why you'd want that to happen, even if you weren't someone who could only blink to communicate, uh, is because maybe you wouldn't want to mess up. Like, if you put a gun in your mouth, there's a chance you're going to shoot back through your throat and you might actually, you know, you might actually survive it. Or maybe you lodge, a, a, bullet, guy. lodge a bullet in your brain or whatever. Like, the, a lot of the ways you can kill yourself are not exactly foolproof. And so okay, there would so, be value so to somebody... So the right you're talking about really is the right to not mess up. 
if you're really talking about the right to take your own life, everybody has that right. No one's going to get prosecuted. That's not true. Well, apparently, well, buddy, you don't apparently know what you're the guy about. That, that, that can only blink Andy, doesn't. Hold on. <laughs> well, no, but first of all, that statement is incorrect. If you try to take your own life and you fail, you absolutely will be prosecuted. Okay. For attempted suicide, right? You can't get prosecuted for actual suicide. Obviously, but, that's but, the case. But, but listen, listen, you got to think of it as a stopgap against other people trying to infringe on your right to life. I mean, in reality, what we're talking about here is trying to keep you from having your will overborne by someone else. And these types of things are in the law all over the place in other areas. For example, areas that I believe you guys would probably support, like buffers against people getting... Um, over, their will overborne by the police in interrogations, right? Police can't force you to confess. And if you do, if they do force you to confess, it's thrown out because that's against the law because it's a stopgap to keep someone else from overbearing your will. I've been in a lot of doctor's offices. I've seen doctors try to talk my parents into unplugging my brother from life support, you know? And they can be pretty persuasive, especially when, and this is a little cynical, I admit, but especially when the bottom dollar line is a lot better off for the hospital. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I understand what you're saying here, Andy. Are you saying that we need to have laws against uh, assisted suicide because you believe some doctor is going to override the will of their patients and just start killing their patients off? No, no, they can be quite persuasive. And when someone's in a lot of pain, it's a lot easier. So, to if somebody's persuasive, does that mean they've overridden the will of the other person? Well, do you believe that cops override the will of, of people when they force confessions, even though they're uh, not? There's a difference between head? force and persuasion. So let's make sure we're talking well, about the same okay, thing do you here. Think, do you think someone can be so persuasive that they get someone to actually do something against their own interest? Mark, you're yes, a salesman for a living. Yes. Uh, you do sales professionally, and it's your job to persuade people to cut you a check and buy some ads on Free Talk Live. Uh, are you overriding their will when they say yes? I have mind control, so I'm able to actually go through the phone lines <laughs> and, uh, and, and and twist their well, head. What the gentleman's on, guys, saying here, let me speak. Let me make a point. There's a big difference between trying to get someone to buy something and trying to get someone to give up a fundamental right. Right. Like now, let right me speak to, to you. Not. I want to speak regarding the police situation. When police are doing their interrogation and they're able to get a confession from somebody who didn't do it, and this it's, this happens, and it happens, frankly, all of the time, sadly, especially when they're able to use – they're able to pile charges up. So they're threatening force. Um, they're, they're, they pile the charges up, and then they say, hey, you just sign this. You only do six months, and then you, know, you don't know that you're going right. to be on the sex offender registry for, um, but for, another, you know, for the rest of your life. But, but the important part is, is that you're not allowed to leave. Like there's a mix of persuasion and force when it comes to the police. I get what you're saying, that the, the doctors can be persuasive. Yeah. They're using the power of authority and expert. And the, they're an expert. And the knowledge you guys got to remember here is that the, the doctors, have a lot more knowledge about these things. Another analogy you could make is a lot of public defenders are so overworked that when they get a case that they don't really feel like putting a lot of energy into, even though they might be able to win it, it's called dump trucking. A lot of lawyers, a lot of bad public defenders will just say, you should just plead out because so, they don't feel like putting in the effort. Happens all the time. So what you're saying is people are just too stupid, right? Like people are too well, stupid to be able to make well, their own decisions. Stupid. They they it's chose the hold on a second, Andy. The they chose the doctor in the first place. Of law, for years of medical practice, that's not stupidity. It's just 
it's not your fault that you don't know all the nuances. No, no, no. You're saying that they're stupid. It's not. I'm not saying. No, I'm not confusing stupidity with ignorance. You're saying they're too stupid. Like they made the decision to go into this doctor, and they're just completely dumb, and they're not going to even question anything he says. They're not just going to take him at his face value. And if he says that they should end no. their lives, they're just going to oh, go you, ahead and no, kill no, no, themselves. No, 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 no. You are putting words in my mouth. No, I'm saying that a doctor who is armed with way more knowledge will be able to make a much better case than anyone else. Sometimes people don't even know what questions to ask. I mean, look, I'm in law school. So everyone should be prevented from making this decision for themselves because some people are too stupid, right, Andy? No, because some people have too much knowledge and some people have none and can't defend themselves. So everyone should be prevented from making this decision for themselves because some people aren't informed. No, because they can make it for themselves. They just can't let someone else make it for them. So this guy should live... In a, parapo- in a quadriplegic uh, stupor, only, abil- only able to communicate by blinking his eyes because some people can't make this decision on their own. Is that right? Um, no, because some people will not be able to make that decision. So we should own. infringe. That's exactly what he's we saying. should infringe on this individual's rights because other people can't right. pro- cannot protect their own. We're always having to destroy. You're destroying people's rights, Andy. Thanks for the call. You're destroying people's rights because of the lowest common denominator. Because some people might make the wrong choice. Andy says you can't be trusted to make your own choices. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's exactly what he was saying. It's Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and two XM channels. FTL's also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy the program and want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com, and you'll be able to buy probably whatever you're looking for because you'll be able to link into Amazon, Amazon UK, Amazon Canada, and Amazon US. Click into the Amazon that's right for you at shop.freetalklive.com, and then just get your shopping done as you normally would. Get the same great Amazon deals you're used to, the huge selection, the dozens of categories, the free super saver shipping, the great customer service. It's all there. It's the same Amazon you're used to. You're just entering through our portal, and therefore Free Talk Live gets a cut of the sale. So start your shopping over at shop.freetalklive.com. We've been talking about uh, the right to take one's own life, but that's not the only thing that's on the table tonight. You can also bring up whatever you want. So let's go to the phones and to the fun. Let's talk to Dave listening in Youngstown. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Hello. Hey, Hey, I called in last Monday, this past Monday. My phone got kind of wonky at the break, and I couldn't stay on. I know. this was about um, what happens if other people try to emulate a demo, and uh, under the same circumstances, I was talking about there would be uneven application of the law if they did also not prosecute all these people. 
So, for instance, um, uh, you're talking about Adamo Freeman from CopBlock.org who was convicted right. of wiretapping in the beginning of this week for recording some conversation with some government bureaucrats here in New Hampshire, which apparently is illegal and it's absolutely ridiculous. But you were talking about if there was some, say, some copycats like there already has been. Uh, William Kostrick, as I posted a video over at Freekeen.com, has made a phone call to the very same police department, talked to the same police officer, recorded that phone call, and has published a video of him doing that and has told the prosecutor he was going to do it, and has told the prosecutor he was going to send him the video. So basically, he's going to give the prosecutor all the evidence uh, that he would need to bring some uh, charges against him. So that has actually already happened. Your, your thoughts? Well, um, I didn't know what to call it at the time, but what it really is um, it comes under the Equal Protection Clause of, um, of, of Amendment 14 of the U.S. Constitution. If, they, if anybody has similar status under the law. In other words, uh, if they're doing exactly the same thing, if the same conditions are there, mm-hmm. and they do not treat all parties exactly the same, then one or the other of them is going to be uh, not under equal protection of the law. And there are a number of cases that I have found since Monday, and one of them involves um, a Kentucky. It's usually, back when I was growing up, these had to do with uh, mostly racial kinds of discrimination. So you're saying that if a demo, if, because a demo was convicted of this, if they don't go after William Kostrick, the guy who did the same exact thing and sent the evidence, you're saying if they don't go after him, then that means that a demo might have some sort of uh, appealable point? Absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. But how long would they have to make the decision uh, on which to go after uh, Bill Kostrick? I mean, wouldn't it be like the full length of the statute of limitations? I do not know. Um, I'm not a lawyer, right? so I can't speak to that. Uh, one of the, the most interesting cases, though, that I found online uh, was in Kentucky, where it says Kentucky's seven-decade-old ban on grocery stores, gas stations, and other retailers selling wine and liquor is unconstitutional because it violates the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. And this was a federal judge ruling. Uh, so, so because... Had, uh, wine, you know, because liquor stores can sell wine, grocery stores can't. That 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 somehow exactly okay exactly exactly under the law. These are um, similar operations, whether it's a liquor store or a gas station or whatever. And because of that, they have to be treated exactly the same under the law. Hmm. Again, for- I'm not a lawyer, but yeah. Thanks for throwing out that uh, that out there, Dave. Appreciate the the suggestion. Anything else you want to share? Uh, sure. I was looking also at some things um, about the uh, uh, Bill of Rights of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I heard correctly, um, I am planning on moving to New Hampshire, and I've been kind of trying to gather a lot of data, and I've been watching stuff from Porkfest and on the... the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Right. Um, the last one it was the activists panel. And somebody from Occupy New Hampshire was there, said that for the first time they were going to um, bring stuff to court based on the uh, right of revolution. Do you know anything about that, uh, whether that happened or what the outcome was? Um, I know that the Occupy folks, I believe, were found guilty of uh, trespass. They are planning to appeal that. And I, that's a case that's happening out in Manchester, so I haven't really been following it as closely as maybe uh, I would like to. 
So that's all I've heard there. I know that other people, you know, myself included, will be using this uh, 10th Amendment thing, which is the right to revolution in New Hampshire. Uh, it may not exist in most other state constitutions. Doesn't seem like a, something that a government would normally write into their, uh, um, you know, I mean, write into their governing document. But I don't believe that it's ever, I'm not sure it's ever made it to the Supreme Court. I don't think the New Hampshire Supreme Court has ever been asked to rule on the right to revolution. So we've yet to really see that case that goes all the way uh, based on the right to revolution and, and, you know, what excuse they will use to basically throw it, throw it down the well. Uh, because, you know, I, I can't imagine you know, any government agency, the Supreme Court included, is going to say, oh, oops, said I had a right to revolution, so... Uh, I guess we lose. Yep, uh, <laughs> drop the charges. So, we'll see what happens, and might, I'll let you... Well, certainly might be really you know. difficult to do that. Um, getting back to the New Hampshire... The reason I asked about that was because... If this one has never gone to the Supreme Court of New Hampshire, how many other articles from the Bill of Rights have never been tried in the courts? That's a great question. I bet you it's a bunch of them. And I thank you, Dave, for the call tonight. I look forward to having you up here, and then you'll be able to really look into all these details on your own. Tell us what you find out, and I appreciate your call. 855-450-FREE. A lot of these uh, cases, once it gets hot and heavy enough, and the government guys know that the person's not going to back down, in a lot of cases, they drop the charges. I mean, our guy Jason Talley from Talley.tv was arrested in a courthouse for having a video camera on his lapel. And he was dragged across the uh, the courthouse lobby floor as they were arresting him by uh, by the handcuffs, uh, and basically they dropped the charges right or they threw the case actually right when the case was about to begin the jury had been uh, selected the case was about to start and the prosecutor basically threw the case by saying whoops i forgot to file a paper that i file on every other case i forgot to file it here looks like we're just going to have to call this one a day and so you know if they don't prosecute you if they end up dropping the charges at the last minute you don't get to take that uh, case up to the supreme court you don't get to bring up constitutional challenges or bring up these amendments and, and you know, take them that far what i thought was interesting about uh, Jason Talley's case is, um, you know, whenever you're dealing with the law enforcement and they're charging of people, resisting arrest is almost always tossed in. They'll give you resisting arrest for putting your hands too slowly behind your back. Yeah. Um, now, you were uh, charged with resisting arrest. The jury found you innocent on that. And it, it's because basically you what you kind of bent forward when the officer was putting handcuffs on you or something like that. I Kind of went down. I crouched down and then got back up. Right. And so it's... Uh, I've seen people convicted of resisting arrest for less than that. Right. And it's really this kind of crazy thing. But in this case, where the state lost against Jason Talley, there was no counter charge of police brutality. They pulled this man by his handcuffs for several feet. I mean, it sure. had to have been excruciatingly painful um, when they could have picked him up and put him in a wheelchair, which is what they normally do with non-compliant people. So, I mean, you know, it's it's this sort of uneven application of the law in those those circumstances they'll charge you with resisting arrest for uh you know yawning in their direction but they won't charge themselves yep. for police brutality unless somebody's missing a limb absolutely true let's continue with you and your thoughts adam's in indy adam you're on free talk live with ian and mark hey well hey. what's going on, what's on uh, your mind? what's your opinion on, i want to get your uh, your opinion on um the uh, rick simpson story i don't know if you've heard about it or not the what story rick simpson yeah rick simpson the guy there's a documentary on YouTube. It's called Run from the Cure. It's a guy who takes cannabis oil and cures his cancer with it. Oh, wow. Neat. Yeah, uh, it's about an hour-long documentary. Really interesting. Uh, second point, and I'll make this quick. Uh, how are uh, the medical marijuana laws going in New Hampshire? Because I want to open up a dispensary uh, whenever I do move to the Free State Projects. If you open a dispensary, you'll be breaking the law. 
Um, and you, you will be a drug dealer. Uh, at this point, uh, you know, New Hampshire is not a, a medical marijuana state. And the- it's the worst in New England, actually. New Hampshire, New Hampshire's laws for marijuana, uh, whether medical or non, uh, is absolutely the worst in New England, which is embarrassing. And it's one of the reasons why we need more activists here uh, to help us change that, because we're close. The medical provisions. Yeah. It's, the, the medical marijuana has passed the House twice, I and believe. Senate. Uh, and Senate. They have passed. They haven't passed the Senate twice, but they have passed the yeah, Senate. Yeah, wasn't the, it veto too? I think I saw. I saw Libertopia, and they they uh, showed some court cases or something like that in that that movie. All that footage is pretty old on Libertopia. It's probably three or four years old at this point. But the last legislative session, it passed the House and Senate. It was vetoed by the governor, who is no longer going to be the governor after this election. He's uh, he's calling it quits. So whoever the new guy is, maybe they'll be better on that particular issue, and maybe we'll see it happen. Uh, so we definitely need more people here getting active on that issue. And I thank you, Adam, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And, of course, we've had the uh, very successful 420 celebrations here in New Hampshire. Hampshire, which have been in many cases absolutely epic and historic. Uh, historic. We've had people smoking out right out in front of the state house for the last three years now with no arrests, no issues whatsoever. 855-450-FREE. We just need to take it to the next level. Hour two's next. You take control. If you've listened to Free Talk Live for any length of time, you're familiar with Bradley Jardis. Brad is the former police officer that now embraces the ideas of liberty, and now he's running for sheriff of Coas County in New Hampshire. Sheriff is a very important position from which a liberty-oriented individual can protect many rights of the populace. Any U.S. citizen can donate to his campaign up to $1,000. He's hoping to raise as much money as possible for his campaign, and his chances are quite good. He's running in Coas County, and Ron Paul actually carried Coas. I hope you'll trust me when I say that we know a few other good reasons that we believe Brad can win. Come on, join Ian and me in donating to Brad's campaign and getting a liberty-loving individual in this very important seat. If Brad gets this seat, it'll be the biggest win for the liberty movement in New Hampshire and maybe anywhere. Give what you can at bradforsheriff.com. Bradforsheriff.com. This was paid for by friends of Bradley Jardis, Bradley Jardis, fiscal agent. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves here. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. Joining you tonight, it's Ian and Mark. Our toll-free number is 855-453, and that's brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-855-450-3733. You can bring up anything you want. There's, of course, plenty of stuff on the table that we've already talked about here throughout the show. If you're just tuning in, uh, the main story on the uh, out for discussion tonight is a news piece out of the UK, the BBC, reporting on a man who is paralyzed basically from you know his nose down, apparently. He can't speak. He can't move his limbs. All he can do to communicate is blink. And they've obviously come up with a way for him to communicate, you know, blink once for yes, twice for no, that sort of thing. Uh, He is able to give people messages and he has basically said his life is a living hell and he can't stand it and he wants to end his life. Except he can't because he's completely paralyzed. So he would have to have someone else do it for him. And obviously there are people who are willing to help him with what he wants to do. However, the government guys don't exactly get on, uh, you know, they don't climb on board with this whole killing yourself thing because for some reason 
they want you to stick around. And I've yet to really hear a persuasive uh, reason as to why that is. Andy, who called last hour, suggested that, well, doctors can be very persuasive. And they're just going to be persuading people to kill themselves because people are just so weak-minded and they uh, are so uninformed that they'll just go into a doctor's office and do anything they say. And I don't doubt that there might be some people who are like that. But to say – I don't think there are very many of them but I, because I think people – you know, generally, like the generally, people are familiar with the idea of get a second opinion, <laughs> that kind of thing. But uh, even even especially so, on an important issue like killing yourself. Yeah. But even so, let's say there are some people out there that are just so easily manipulated, and that there's some unscrupulous doctor who's just you know writing out prescriptions for death left and right. That's just what he. That's his solution to whatever your problem is. Let's see. Let's say that we have some sort of ridiculous scenario like that. That the fact that that could exist is apparently reason to stop everyone in every circumstance, regardless of their education level, regardless of the pain that they're suffering, regardless of how much uh, experience they have or how much research they've done on this matter. Everyone should be prevented from killing themselves, according to our caller on this last hour. 855-450-FREE is the number here. I'd like well, to know why. that's what he was saying, but um, you know, that's not really the answer to what your question is. Your question is, why does the government outlaw it? And the government doesn't seem to have much respect for life when you consider that the government, you know, uses the United States government, executes. Uh, it's the only industrialized nation to do such a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as a matter of fact, it's, it's only in a few of the states, Oklahoma and Texas. If you took them out of the equation, you'd probably have quite far fewer, and Florida, well, far right. fewer executions in the United States. So it's okay for them to kill you. Right. And then, of course, war. Um, you know, when, when you look at the, la- in t- the 20th century, the government, governments, the state, the state as an entity, as an idea, right. was the killingest thing on the planet in the so 20th century. If it death- killed more people than heart disease. So if your death is in service to the state, then it's okay. Then, then you can have hundreds of thousands. Or at the mandate of the state. Right. You can have hundreds of thousands of deaths, and it's fine. Then it's then it's okay. But if you're doing something like killing yourself for your own reasons, then for some reason, whoa, we can't have that. One eight five five four five zero three seven three three. And you know, for the average person, it's easy to make the argument for the state, like, oh well, if you just have a, if you just don't like because your girlfriend broke up with you and you want to kill yourself, well, you need to stick around because you're you're out there working and you're you know we're collecting taxes from you, so you're a productive member of the farm, and we don't exactly want our productive farm uh, farm members to go away. No. But uh, why the why the crippled people? Why the people who are you know incapacit nearly completely incapacitated? All this what guy is can do is blinkers, right? And you know the judge made the statement in this case that. Oh, if I were to let this man kill himself, it would change the law. Well, why? Why couldn't you just simply say, look, this guy's got a terminal disease he's, or, or he's, you know, he's in a real bad way. We're going to make an exception. It's not like the state doesn't make exceptions. They certainly accept, make exceptions the, for themselves. If the law was you need an arbitrator to decide in these circumstances, it would still be a step in the right direction. Yeah. So I don't understand it. It just doesn't make sense. And if you can explain it to me, please feel free. Or, you know, explain your own position. You don't have to argue for the state's uh, purposes. You can argue for your own reasons as to why you think it's a bad idea to let human beings decide for themselves what to do with their bodies. Because ultimately, there's a really dangerous, slippery slope here. And we're way down the slope at this point in, uh, you know, in our societies, in the Western world. But the slippery slope is, well, if you don't get to decide when you die, then why in the world should you decide anything else for yourself? Why should you be able to decide what you eat? Because what you eat can ultimately determine whether or not you, you will live longer. Foie gras and trans fat. 
Right, sure. There's plenty of examples. Or big slurpees in, uh, or big uh, big gulps in New York City over what, 16 ounces or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So you must buy all your your beverages in smaller cups. There's plenty of examples of the government getting out there and telling you what to eat. But why not take it further? Why not have the government completely control the, the food supply? I mean, gosh, if if keeping people alive is a value to the state, which it appears to be by their decision about you know in this case. If keeping people alive for as long a period of time as possible, regardless of the pain that they're suffering, is a value to the state, why not go all the way? Why not go ahead and bring, bring back the bread lines and government-distributed food and, uh, and water? Oh, well, that doesn't actually keep people alive, right? Because eventually government fails pretty quickly at uh, providing things to people, and you end up having mass starvation in that case. So it actually benefits the government to allow you to choose your own food as much as, in general, as much as they might want to control it. uh, The more controlling they become on that, the more danger they actually end up putting people in. Whether they understand that or not, I don't know. But uh, ultimately, that is uh, is the case. I couldn't say. So, 855-450-FREE. Your thoughts are certainly welcome here. Let's go to Mike. He's listening in El Paso to XM's Extreme Talk. Hey, Mike. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, uh, you you kind of, in a roundabout way, took a little bit of my thunder away but uh, by saying that we're productive members of the farm. They can tax us. And I think ultimately the, the biggest problem is uh, in the U.K. where this case is taking place and even here in the U.S., uh, essentially, uh, the government looks at us as property. We're cattle, and oh, yeah. they're there the cattle decide to kill themselves and not produce the milk that we want. And even with the cripple cow, uh, you know, the farmer takes care of the cripple cow in this instance to show the other cows how compassionate he is because, hey, we, we, we're going to take care of this cripple cow and provide him with all of his needs. It doesn't matter the cow's bellowing in, in mm. anger and bellowing in pain. It doesn't matter. We're taking care of him, and that's the ultimate thing that you know that 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 they're looking at. It could and, be uh, that could be the explanation. Be right. I, I, you know, it, it baffles me. It seems to me that in the best thing you can do to an animal that is, uh, you know, that that's injured and can't be repaired is to take it out and shoot it. That because seems more compassionate than and, extending and, the. Pain. And a lot of people that don't agree with this haven't lived on a farm they don't understand what it's like to have uh you know animals in pain oh oh yeah i mean yeah i grew up on a farm and i mean when an animal got hurt uh you know we brought the vet in and the vet said ain't nothing you can do for it well we put it down and uh ate it for dinner usually uh but (laughs) it happens you know i mean we 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 in this world eat animal flesh yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it, but the ultimate problem of it is, is, and you look at every law basically that's on the books here and abroad, and it's to treat us as property. It's the truth, and that's that's that that's the problem we have to get through to people. Thanks, uh, you know, they, they, Mike. I really appreciate the call tonight, sir. Yeah. And great points, and thanks for making it. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Your body is, in, is existing in service to the state. That is what they believe about you. You are a it's, citizen, which is another term for serf, 
It's another term for Yeah, citizen, citizen is the new slave. But if you don't believe that statement, if you don't believe that you're property of the, of the government, then let me ask you why the United States government taxes people who live in other countries. I mean, mm. you're not there using their services. The idea behind taxes is, oh, you're using the services. Right. Which, you know, if that was true, then they tax everybody for using the services, and they don't. They only tax the top two uh, quintiles. But why do the people who are in foreign countries, United States citizens in foreign countries, have to pay? 855-450-FREE, because Master says so. 1-855-450-3733. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up what you want. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. Talk Live, you are invited to take control of the airwaves here. The number is 855-453. It's 1-855-450-3733, and you can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have there for you. We've got news updates. You can get signed up. Follow us via email. That's, the, uh, the, of course, the way to guarantee you see absolutely everything that comes through. Uh, but then again, the email option doesn't give you the detailed Twitter slash Facebook stuff that we're doing these days. For the last, what, about three weeks now, we have been uh, getting our feet wet in the world of Twitter and Facebook. Like, we've had Twitter and Facebook for a few years on the show but only just recently how we really started to post during the show, ask questions, post some show prep, things like that. Uh, so you can get interactive with us a little bit further in that way over at twitter.freetalklive.com or facebook.freetalklive.com. And if you want, you can sign up for any of them through news.freetalklive.com, including our email list. So again, that's news.freetalklive.com. They're all free. And the uh, Free State Project is your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime. We've been talking about how basically you're owned by the state. Everybody is uh, to some extent or another. They try to control as many aspects of our lives as possible. And in most instances, they're completely successful at doing so. And so if you're like me, that's really frustrating to you. And you want to do something about it, right? Because a lot of people want to be controlled and owned by the government. I, you know, like the, I said, if you're like big, me, the big debate today appears to be Medicare, and um, you know, I mean, that says to me that the people want their, you know, their, their medical care handled by the government. There are that is your life. There are definitely people that uh, that want to be controlled, and to them, I say, by all means, you should be able to have someone tell you what to do. Uh, but don't tell me what to do, and don't tell my friends who also don't want to be controlled, and strangers that I don't know who also don't want to be controlled what to do. So like I said, if you're like me, uh, and you don't want to be have your life owned, then you should go to freestateproject.org to learn more about the Free State Project and learn more about the thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented folks who are all moving to the same place, New Hampshire, as we did, Mark, uh, six years ago. Over 1,000 people are here now as part of the Free State Project. Over 12,000 people have signed up 
to be part of the Free State Project. So go to freestateproject.org, learn more about it. If you love the ideas of liberty, if you don't and you want to be controlled, you just stay right where you are. And if you're already in New Hampshire, there are plenty of wonderful places for you to go and explore, like New York or Massachusetts, maybe Illinois, perhaps California, Florida. Lots of options for those of you who are in New Hampshire and want to be controlled. Because over time, things are going to be getting less and less comfortable here for you as more liberty-minded people move and get active. Uh, more laws are repealed, more freedom are uh, you know brought about in New Hampshire, that's going to be a place where control freaks are going to want to get away from, I think, eventually. So if you're a control freak and living in New Hampshire, you should start making your plans now to uh, sell the house and get out. <laughs> Uh, free, driving people out of the state now. Free state project. Are, don't we want to drive those people out of the state? Either they, either they should come on board with the ideas of liberty, or they're going to get progressively more uncomfortable as more and more activism takes place. As more hundreds and hundreds of people, thousands soon. New Hampshire will has move always here. been, uh, you know, a place, a bastion of freedom. It is the freest state in America, as rated by the Mercatus Center twice now. Uh, you know, the, there's, it's the only one to have ever won their rating, and it's the only rating that I know as far as uh, free estates. Mm-hmm. So New Hampshire's always been a free place. And I agree with you. That Except it, it's not. Well, a freer place, yeah. I should say. Um, and, you know, I agree with you that if people want more, quote unquote, services rendered by their government, then there are so many other places to go. Well, yeah, they're cutting back here in New Hampshire. I mean, there's a, what, a 12% budget cut Almost. last year. The only state with any sort of a budget cut whatsoever. That I've ever heard of. So, you know, again, if you want services from, uh, you know, the criminal gang known as the state, this is the wrong place to be. Let's continue with you and your thoughts. Chuck's listening in Charleston, West Virginia, to WVTS. Hey, Chuck. Hey, how you doing, guys? Great. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, listen, I wanted to make a comment. You know, this gentleman in, in England, he more than has the right to end his life um, because there's nothing, there, there's no quality of life that he can even presume to have from now on. Mm-hmm. And yep. they not stand in their way. But, you know, I think the government, I, I, I agree in many cases where we're cattle for the government. I do agree with that. Um, I think that's our fault because we haven't done anything to reverse that position. I agree. In I don't know that case, I necessarily agree. I don't think it's the victim's fault when crimes are perpetrated against them. Well, yeah, but I, you could do something. You could. Yeah, in his case, the government is, I believe, afraid to make a decision because they, they don't know how to handle a situation like that. And that's a travesty of, of justice. You right mean a situation there. like what? Where, like what? Somebody wants to kill themselves. Where someone is incapacitated to the point that they, there is no quality of life. They can't be productive. They, they can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Except it exists in a, a terrible state of pain. Um, and, and pain can be physical or it can be mental. Um, in his case, he, he probably doesn't have any physical pain, but he has a, a tremendous mental pain. Yeah, um, I don't know what kind has, of pain, what kind of uh, pain he exists in, but it must be awful. The only thing you can do is blink your eyes. He describes that, his life as a living nightmare. Right. That's that's absolutely horrible. And for them to turn that down, I, I think is is just them being so scared that. They don't want to make a decision, so they're going to condemn him and his family to a miserable life. Right, and, and that's 
It, it shows the rigid, uncompromising attitude of the government. The, the government really does take that attitude. Well, look, if we let you kill yourself, even though you have to be, you know, your situation's horrifying, then we'd have to let everybody do it. Whereas, you know, businesses, they'll make, you know, they may have a policy, but they'll change that policy if the circumstance warrants it. And in this case, like a blind person coming in with a dog. I can't see how this wouldn't warrant it. Uh, yeah. And you're spot on right there. Also, I wanted to say I absolutely love y'all's program. Um, There are a lot of things that I agree on with you. There are a lot of things that you have said that have made me think about my position. And to be honest, there's a lot of things that I just outright disagree with you on. But excellent. I'm a reasonable person. And I believe in in the spirit of the United States, of, of, of the freedom that we're granted, that even though we disagree, we need to listen to the other side and find a middle ground, if nothing else, and, and begin the process of change. Because that, that's really what it's all about. Chuck, You're you the do, kind of listener yeah. we're looking for. You do sound like a reasonable guy, Chuck, and I appreciate the call tonight. Stay tuned. We'll always appreciate hearing from you in the future. And thanks for calling tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So many people are simply incapable of examining their own positions. Mm. I, I mean, you know, and it's, it's something that we all have to do. That's what we call critical thinking. If you think that you're right on every issue... You're a fool. I mean, take a look. Look look at how you felt five years ago. You probably thought you were right then, too, yeah. <laughs> and you know your attitude has changed. Yeah, exactly. So, and, I mean, people that think that the, oh, the Democrats are all right on one, on every issue. What? What? <laughs> what? Really? The, the Republicans? Republicans are, the Republicans have managed to get it right on every single issue. <laughs> it's amazing how good they are at this. Ridiculous. 855-450-FREE. But, Mark, you know men wearing robes are always right. It's as long as they have those funny wigs on. 855-453, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You take control. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love, but make sure you give three bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up anything you want. We also have our website where you can get interactive in various different ways. One of them is our bulletin board system, where you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners on our message board. Go to bbs.freetalklive.com to access that for free. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Bitinstant.com is the way for you to get the, the fastest and best way for you to get your bitcoins. Now, bitcoins are an online currency. They're a new online currency that allow you to send and receive money 
without having to pay any fees to any banking organization that might freeze your account whenever they feel like it or force some kind of chargeback. No government agency is going to get involved. You have complete 100% control over your account. And by 100% control, I mean it is mathematically impossible for anybody to freeze your account, mathematically impossible for anyone to interfere with your account in any way. It's mathematically impossible for anyone, including governments, to block you from sending or receiving payments. And I don't care if you're talking about sending it to somebody in North Korea. If they've got... Uh, you know, if, if they got, have internet, <laughs> if they've got internet access, and I understand they're probably scratching uh, a living out of the ground, but if they've got it, surely somewhere in North Korea they've got it. You can send or receive bitcoins from them. Bitcoins are an open source software. They're peer to peer. They are not currency the way you understand currency. Currencies have been created by governments up to this point. They're more of a currency like gold and silver. You can uh, give them, you know, back and forth. They're the, they're the internet's cash, I guess, uh, essentially. So you can go. Uh, you find out more at weusecoins.org. But when you want to buy your bitcoins, do it through bitinstant.com. They've got more than seven hundred thousand locations across the globe that you can go and deposit bitcoins. You know, any major bank, pretty much, uh, CVSs and Seven Elevens and WalMarts and any place that uh, has that. Oh shoot, what's the name of that? Uh, MoneyGram, MoneyGram, by Western and Union. Western Mu- Union. MoneyGram so, is Western Union. It's the same I thing. Understand it. Okay, yeah. there you go. Shows what I know. Uh, anyway, it's bitinstant.com. All right, to the phones and the fun. Let's talk to Al, listening in Charlottesville, West Virginia, to WCHV. Hello. Hey, Al in Charlottesville. Uh, what's on your mind? Well, I have to say that uh, what you're talking about, when you consider what we do, we always try and understand how it will affect other people. Like you say, you have freedom so long it does, as it doesn't interfere with someone. So you have to always consider that, you know, when we do things. I'm not a government person, and I don't believe the government should be, you know, deciding people's lives. I mean, you do good, you're rewarded. You don't, you, you fail, and, mm-hmm. and you should suffer for it. But I think that, that, that we need to explain clearly to people in a decision like this, uh, you know, the different views of what happens if you commit suicide. So you're talking I mean, about the, moral... what, what, what happens? What do you mean what happens? I mean, some people say there's a darkness, you're dead, and there's nothing there. And other people say there's a moral and a spiritual law, and, and there's possible penalty if you're just a selfish human being and you commit suicide. So if we give people well, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So what is it that you believe? I understand that you're saying that there are different religious viewpoints and, uh, and sort of— Sure, but there's no way you can t- inform people of this. You can only inform them of other people's opinions on what happened after we die. We really don't have any evidence. That's right. You right. have to give them the information we have. No one can say— at this point, clearly, uh, absolutely, this is one way or the other, right? So are you saying that, just to clarify, are you saying that in a world in which, let's say, uh, suicide were, assisted suicide were legal, you would say, like, the doctors should present to the person who is perhaps wanting to commit suicide, like, well, here's what, uh, you know, the Buddhists believe, and here's what the Christians believe. Well, don't forget to mention what the uh, Greeks used to believe in, uh, Hades and uh, Zoroaster um, and the, you know, the old the, the old Persians, or it was Sumerians, excuse but, me. But is that the proposal that you're suggesting, Al? I'm saying that basically there are two views. There's either nothing after life, mm-hmm. or there is something. And there's a certain view. 
obviously, in many religions, it's the same view, that there's a moral and spiritual law you have to be advised thereof. And uh, the final decision is the person to make. But I think you give people as much information as you can. The other thing is if you get I, I support in the morning, information. Well, I don't, cool. I don't support forcing anybody to give information, and I think that once you uh, mandate what information will be given, then you have the control of that information. So if I Are decide... you advocating mandating it, though, Al? Look, uh, mandating is what? Uh, so the doctor says, look, there's two views. One's you're dead, the other's living. But would you, would you force the doctors to, uh, to give that information? Well, well, what are you forcing anybody? The doctor has to make a decision whether to pull the plug or not. No, I'm just asking you what you're proposing, and I, you know, would you? It, are you trying to tell the doctors they have to tell people these things, or is it just a suggestion you're but, making? I mean, the doctor's not the only person in life. We have ministers, we have other right. people who social workers. We have a whole lot of people who deal with people. It's not just doctors. You're the not doctors answering my question. But I, I, I think that if anybody got to the age. Chances are good if they're looking to commit suicide, they've been presented with at least a certain amount of information on an afterlife. It tends to be something that parents indoctrinate indoctrinate their kids with very, very early on. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord to salt my soul to take. I mean, I still remember this horrifyingly scary prayer that my mother taught me when I was oh God knows too. Now, what do you believe, Al? I mean, what's your belief about uh, you know life after death? Oh, uh, yeah, well, I'm sorry. I heard that. Uh, I thought I was being replayed for a second. I'm sorry. Not yet. I believe there's life after death. Yeah, I'm a, I, I'm following the uh, religious Christian view. I believe there's a life after. Is death. it your view? You mentioned briefly law. earlier, Al, that uh, you know that there's some sort of obligation to not be selfish and kill yourself. Is that your view? No. Well, there is a viewpoint that uh, I, I'm not saying if someone's suffering really and they can't take it, who am I to say that they should stay alive? Well, right, because I, I don't is, believe that. I, I'm glad, I'm glad you that, said but, that because I was going to point out that isn't it selfish to want to stay alive in some circumstances as well? Isn't actually everybody being selfish every single moment of their day in that one has to take care of oneself in order to per, uh, perpetuate one's life? Yeah, that's self-centered. We have to. But listen, if you get up in the morning, let's say, and you think, you know what? My life is miserable. Everything hurts. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to off myself. You could get up in the morning and say, you know what? I can help somebody today. I saw the old guy there. He needs some help. That gives me a reason to live. I want to help someone else. Absolutely, Alan. I think thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I think most people do have reason to to live. They find plenty of reasons to live, whether it's to uh, experience pleasure or whether it's to help other people or whatever it is that their reason uh, for living is. Everybody's got it until they don't anymore. Until they've decided that the the reasons to live are not outweighed or do not outweigh the reasons to take one's own life. And when somebody makes that choice for themselves, they should be able to follow through on that. Yeah, I can't wait until I'm uh, laying there in a deathbed. All I can do is blink. I just want to die. And we've got to trot every imam. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, these people from the Baha'i temple have to come through. <laughs> the Sikh guy wearing the turban. <laughs> oh, geez. The Rasta man comes in. At least he smokes me up yeah <laughs> god please get the crazy people out of here i just want to die let's continue here with dave uh listening in virginia beach to wnis hey dave yeah one of those guys would say you're gonna get uh i don't know how many virgins it is but uh yeah there's uh there's uh, there's uh, always uh, the virgins 
you go. You know what? I, um, I want to go to heaven where and I, I get 40 tramps that really know how to do it. Right. <laughs> virgins are overrated. Well, somebody right? mentioned one time they never said the virgins were female, but I, I don't even Oh! <laughs> I never heard that one. That's pretty good. Yeah, great. But I was going to comment on the uh, the uh, the issue of even going before the government officials and trying to get uh, you know the uh, the approval, um, and then not getting it. Does that still where's the where's the the stop the stop gap or or where that actually prevents them you know from carrying through? Is it because somebody the, could be brought up for? The doctor would be charged with murder if uh, if the doctor went through with killing this guy. He would be charged with murder, and so well they could do like they did with the uh, with the uh, firing squad. They don't know who's got the real bullet. They could have, Interesting uh, point. Uh, the you know maybe that's a creative way around this. Dave, uh, thanks for the call tonight. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Yeah, who actually pulled the plunger? Which one of the uh, the buttons actually dropped the uh, interesting the, the killing solution? More coming up. Free talk live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want here. Live Saturday edition of the program. Still plenty of time for you and your thoughts. 855-450-FREE. You can take control of the airwaves here. 1-855-450-3733. Whether you want to talk about the right to die, what happens after death, or something completely different. 855-450-3733. Here tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And we invite you over to freetalklive.com. If you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send in three bucks a month and we take that money and, and invest it into Free Talk Live, getting on more radio stations around the country. Now on over 110 stations from coast to coast, thanks to listeners like you for becoming Free Talk Live amplifiers. 113, right? Yes, that is the technical number, correct? And uh, so you can go to amp.freetalklive.com. You'll get perks like access to the AMP-only podcast, AMP-only forum, and more. Once again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. Use any major credit card through PayPal or use Visa or MasterCard right on our website. It makes it easy. Once again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. makes a huge difference for us, so thank you. If you're doing it currently, if you've done it in the past, or if you're going to do it in the future, we really appreciate your help. Once again, amp.freetalklive.com to the phones and your thoughts. David is in KMED out in Oregon, or listening to KMED out in Oregon. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, good afternoon, evening. How are we doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight, David? Well, um, you know, I am uh, all in favor of uh, free, unbiased uh, elections that have uh, no fraud or anything else. You know, one person gets these votes. Uh, that I mean, have some concerns is remember what Joseph Stalin said. Or maybe it's Lennon. But anyway, um, it's not who votes, it's who counts the vote. That's right. I believe that's a Stalin quote, or at least it's attributed to him. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know if you've heard of it, because I haven't heard you talk about it in the, uh, all the programs I've listened to, uh, that over uh, 26 states with 900 jurisdictions are going to have their votes counted in Spain. 
are going to have their votes, votes counted what? Abstained? In Spain. In Spain. Oh. In Spain. You know, in Barcelona, Spain. Why would the votes be counted in Spain? That's a very darn good question. But there used to be a company in Florida called SOE, and I don't know what it stands for. And it was purchased by a company, uh, I don't, I'm not sure how to spell it, but S-C-Y-T-L, Barcelona, Spain. It has offices uh, all over the world. It uh, did quite a few states in the midterm elections, um, supposedly without a problem. The congressional office uh, gave approval for this. Uh, and uh, But some energetic students in the uh, University of Michigan uh, decided to see if they could hack it. And, of course, they did. And every time somebody pushed a button, pulled a lever or whatever, they got the University of Michigan fight song. <laughs> <laughs> there was once yeah. where they uh, hacked uh, one of these Diebold machines and got the, got him to play Pac-Man. Uh-huh. Um, and and uh, Florida um, also did it. Had Their state did an investigation and, and were uh, fearful of it being uh, vulnerable to uh, attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but they're still using electronic voting down there, right? Yes. Yeah. The problem with that is, is that you pull a lever, push a button, whatever it is. In Oregon, we have... Uh, mail-in voting, so we don't have that issue. But um, if you push the button, you know, uh, and the, your electronic vote goes away, and hopefully you don't get the University of Michigan fight song, your vote goes off to Spain, and if there's a close uh, recount, or uh, a needs, close election needs a recount, there's no way to go back and find out who voted for what. You know, no Oh, yeah, way the electronic to... voting system is rife well, with opportunities for fraud. So is right. the mail-in situation. I mean, in, in my town um, and many places across New Hampshire, it's a paper ballot that's put in a box, and then you can stand there all day. You can wait until they're done and ready, and you can watch them count those votes and lay them out. This is the only way to know that your vote is uh, you know, being fair. This is why they have precincts. You know, they have precincts so that people can be right there and do it that way. There's a lot of advantages to mailing in your vote. In Florida, they would they encouraged uh, people to absentee ballot because that way, you know, they could – they even had absentee ballot voting booths set up days in advance. Right, I remember that. Um, in order to, for people to go in. But you don't get to know whether or not it's a fair election at that point. No, and in Oregon, we have uh, uh, people from both sides, you know, uh, and independent uh, – you know, in there watching the votes being counted. And to say, you know, um, you know, we have a, a senator, that, a state senator that comes on, and he says, you know, our county, Jackson County here, has very fair elections. And I know that I have had to go down and vote because um, they said, I got a thing that says, oh, well, we can't verify your signature. You know, and everybody's signature varies with time. Sure. Uh, and had to go down and, and cast my ballot. It's got to make you feel a little better about it, right? It does make me feel better, but it sure doesn't make me feel better about uh, votes going overseas. I heard you, David. Thanks for the call tonight. To me, it doesn't matter whether the votes go overseas or if they're, you know, being uh, counted in Oregon. If it's an electronic voting system, it's still rife for fraud. It doesn't matter where the data files are sent. Two other things about this one, if I can get my word in here. Okay. Um, The... Allegedly, the Mr. Velez, I don't know, B-A-L-L-E-S, is the CEO of that company, and he allegedly was a big Obama contributor in uh, 2008. That's pretty uncomfortable. Uh, I I cannot independently verify that. And unless information is out, but there's something out there about George Soros being the owner of the company, um, and I have not been able to independently verify that. 
that that's still the rumor that's out there, whether it's, uh, that's fictitious or not, I can't say. David, thanks I for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Well, I wouldn't doubt it for a second. Pretty much everybody's got an opinion on an election. It's, I mean, you know, that's, that's why people go and vote. So, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter to me whether it's George Soros or the Koch brothers or whomever. This is why you don't want these electronic voting machines. They've got to make things a lot easier if they're being administered properly. But we have no evidence that they're being administered properly. And this is an important issue if you believe in the idea of voting. Is it that much easier with an electronic voting machine? I remember using these things in Florida. It's easier for them to count them. Right. I just meant for the user, right? Like for the user, it's not that much more easy. In fact, it may be more confusing to use an electronic voting machine than to use a paper ballot. I mean, the paper ballots aren't exactly complicated, at least that I've seen. Well, that's the it's it's about the count. You know, it, it matters how easy yeah. it is for you to vote. And then it matters about the count. Why do you think they have key recounts in, in mm-hmm. uh, ball, paper ballot elections? Because people make mistakes. Computers don't make mistakes. Yes, they but do. They can the be hacked. That program them, make the mistakes. But and computers or, don't and or program them uh, purposefully to screw things up. Yeah, that's so, not a mistake. Right. That's purposeful. Uh, miscounting subterfuge and, yeah. of some sort which of course has been going on now, you know in the paper ballot as far as i'm concerned time. the idea of uh, 50 percent plus one telling the rest of uh rest of us how we're going to live um and you know what we're going to do is uh, you know that, that that's wrong anyway i i, I don't agree. like the whole democratic process because what it allows is people to you know rule and dominate over other people where, where they well, otherwise would not be able to do it and what makes it worse is that uh you know we're all tied into this u.s system where people in california and what they want is somehow a factor in what's going on in new hampshire and I don't think that that should be the case either. So I see no, I have no interest in being tied into any of these elections with any of these folks with the electronic voting. Because here in New Hampshire, we don't have that. It's all paper ballots here in New Hampshire. But yet uh, the, the, the effects of electronic voting still affect us because of national elections. So I don't appreciate any of it. Well, I think that uh, certainly people in California have different needs uh, than people in New Hampshire. There are some differences. But when it comes down to it, I don't think your next door neighbor should be able to tell you how you can live and how you shouldn't be able to live as long as you're, you know, you're not playing your music too loud after dark or you're not affect, you know, affecting their lives in, in some way. If they're just nosy busybodies, they can, you know, get their nose back over the fence. Let's go to Linda listening in South Carolina to WSC FM. Hey, Linda. Hi, my darlings. I, I'm trying to hold it together. What's on your mind? I love you fellas so much, and as I'm sure many of your listeners do, but I've listened for a long time and didn't even start calling until last year and this year. Mm-hmm. But what I want to talk to you about, I'm very proud of you folks. I think you're amazing. On the life and death issue, it's so different. Mark has babies. And so, of course, the choice would be different for him. And if he didn't have one when he needed it, it would be detrimental. If he didn't have one, what? A baby or a... Choice, sweetheart. A choice. To continue on in life. If someone said, well, I don't want him to fight for life or I don't want to pay for what he needs to live. He would just, he wants to live for his children and then all the people he loves. And then you have an old woman such as me who has 
no reason to go on. And if you suffer, you don't want to go on. You don't want someone to say to you, you have to continue. Absolutely. Yet that's what's happened. I'll let you come back here in hour three if you'd like, Linda, to finish your thoughts up. 855-450-FREE. Court in the UK has decided that a quadriplegic cannot have his life ended for him because he certainly can't do it himself. More coming up. You take control. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Richard Grove of TragedyandHope.com, and thanks to the help of Mark and Ian here on Free Talk Live, we've created this call to action to help raise awareness for John Taylor Gatto. In 2001, former New York City and State School Teacher of the Year, John Taylor Gatto, published The Underground History of American Education, detailing how public schooling creates obedient workers and debt slaves. Now John delivers a message which he calls your birthright. It's titled The Ultimate History Lesson, and it's a five-hour journey illustrating how and why our public schools are dumbing us down and what we can do about it. Therein, referencing more than 200 footnotes and 30 classic texts. John suffered multiple strokes in the weeks after filming this interview, and he's in need of your help as he continues to recover. Please click the banner on freetalklive.com and enter the coupon code FTL and we'll send you the ultimate history lesson on four DVDs plus a free 15-hour MP3 bonus DVD. Thank you for tuning in and not dropping out. Take control of the airwaves here, toll-free number 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and this is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Joining you in studio, it's Ian. And Mark. Once again, 855-453 is the number here, brought to you by SACL CAI. And you can, of course, join us on the web as well over at freetalklive.com, where you can get interactive and actually create the content of the website. Those other talk show hosts, they want to tell you what's important. Well, our site works... In the reverse, you tell us what's important. In fact, the news story we were talking about tonight, I pulled right from the front page of freetalklive.com. It was thanks to one of our listeners for going there and taking the time to actually put that up on our site and then everybody else who voted for it. It's currently the number two story on freetalklive.com. The title, Paralyzed Man Loses High Court Right to Die Case from raw the uh, person who submitted it, Raw Steel. And uh, you can create your own account at freetalklive.com. Right. It's free and submit whatever you want to the site, and then others. It's totally on it. hijackable. I mean, it's not like there's even uh, you know a, a tremendous amount of votes on these stories. Stop, if you think that Paul Ryan is the savior uh, for the 2012 election, you can go there and you can post your stories and vote on other people's stuff. Yeah, but it can be voted down. Of too. course, it'll be voted down. <laughs> it's because it's preposterous nonsense. Okay. So you can go and get interactive. But uh, you could bring, you know, dozens of your friends and then take over. You could, Mark, but you shouldn't give people ideas like that because that wouldn't be really honest, would it? Sure I mean, it would. It's not technically illegal. What are you on, talking about? Rules, this is but... how it's set up. Yeah. That's but... the rules of the game. Look, if our listeners want, we've got hundreds of thousands of listeners. People. If they want to step up and do something about it, they're welcome to do it. That's true. That's true. That's how the, the website's set up. That's what people should do. I don't know. I just try not to encourage people to, to work the system. What are you way. talking about? You are telling them to go upload stories. Yes, absolutely. Please go upload stories that are important to you. But not the best way to get your your artificially. What's artificial about trying to get your friends to vote on something? Are you telling me you wouldn't want your friends 
to vote on the stories that you thought were important at freetalklive.com? Yeah, I, see where I see where you're coming from, Mark. I don't know. It just seems like putting ideas. Put on places. your big boy pants, you namby pamby <laughs> crybaby. Did you wet that seat over there? I'm going to check under You seat. are in a mood tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. But yeah, you can go in and vote up the things you like and down what you don't. And then you can submit your own items to the website at freetalklive.com. So go get interactive. And we've been talking about your right to life, your right to control your own life, or at least the theoretical right, because it's a good one in my opinion. I think that's a good idea, the idea that you own yourself and therefore you should be able to control yourself, meaning you should be able to have the ultimate decision, uh, the ultimate control to decide whether or not that you want to continue on in this earth, that you uh, want want to uh, take one's own life. You should be able to make that choice. But yet governments around the world have decided that no, no, you shouldn't. We will, t- we will tell you when it's appropriate to die. And in their opinion, it's not appropriate to die, even if you are a completely crippled, quadriplegic man who is absolutely locked into a, a wheelchair and can only blink his eyes to communicate, who says that his life is basically a, a living nightmare. Even he must continue on, continue on living his living nightmare, because should he be able to kill himself, well, that would affirm that people actually own themselves, and so therefore the state could never allow that. And that's what we've been discussing here for the most part tonight, but you can also bring up anything you want. Uh, Let's go back to Linda in South Carolina. Now, Linda, you were making a point before uh, break, and I just, maybe I'm a little bit dense, but I I, I feel like uh, I wasn't getting it. So can you uh, run it by me again? No, baby, you're not dense. What it is, and I apologize for for my emotion, and I at least had the opportunity to regroup. But I am so fed up with the government's intervention in absolutely every area of our lives. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is, and I'm using Mark as an example, he's a baby with a baby. I'm an old, old woman. He would want to live. Maybe I would want to die, but the government will make that call. How dare they? How dare they? How dare they? I'm with you. The point is, baby, I am so absolutely petrified that if we don't follow you and Mark, that the day will really come. Well, I don't want anybody to follow me. Just to, just to clarify, I don't want anyone to follow me at all. I am not uh, here to be anyone's leader. Uh, well, people should follow their own uh, inner inner light, so to speak. They should follow they themselves. are our inner light. I have listened to you guys, and when prior to you being incarcerated, there are so many things that you kids are literally... I wish people could listen. And what doesn't happen in New Hampshire for people who can't get there? They can do it with their families, and they can do it in their neighborhood, and they can branch it out into their community, even though they can't maybe get there. But my point, let's get back to the reality. This person is suffering tremendously and wants to die. How dare the government? Who are they? Thank you, Linda, for the call. Appreciate your thoughts. 855-450-FREE. Indeed, who do these people think they are? Well, they must think that they're your betters, that they are our betters, that they are our superiors, that they are the elites, they are the educated, 
They are the ones who uh, know everything, and we are just subservient to them, and we will do right. as we are told. And the stuff they write down on paper is more important than your life. They, you know, These criminals, these thieves, these liars, they get together in capital buildings across the country and across the world, and then they say that, well, we've written crap down on paper. Of course, we we're stuffing our pockets full of your money while mm-hmm. we did it, but we, were, we wrote this stuff down on paper. We, we can't let somebody go kill themselves because then everybody would want to kill themselves, and then the doctors would want to kill everybody. We are the only ones that are allowed to kill people. And speaking of people with the egos that want to have followers, politicians are those people. Look, I don't mind setting an example for people. I don't mind inspiring people. You work very hard to set a good example. That I'm fine with. Uh, But ultimately, I don't want anyone to follow me. I don't want anyone to do what I tell them. I'm not into that. That's not. You're actually a pretty introverted dude. Yeah, that's that's not my thing. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, people are inspired by what I do and would like to emulate it by all means. But please try to do it in a better way, because there's certainly no guarantee that I've done it in the best way. I've just done it. You know, I've gotten out there and I've stood up for what I believed in. And uh, people have critical things to say about it. And people have uh, praiseworthy things to say. I got an email from somebody saying how much he enjoys watching the uh, the videos. And of course, my response was, when are you moving to New Hampshire? Because you can sit and watch and be entertained because we do want to make our videos entertaining like Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree, which I recommend you see over at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. And it is entertaining. Uh, so it's good to be entertained. But eventually, hopefully, you'll be inspired, whether it's by me or by Derek J or by Mark or whoever it is that comes next at Demo, uh, whatever the inspiration is, to do something. Pick up and take action and stand up for your beliefs because, as was mentioned earlier tonight – It's because we haven't done anything collectively. We've done very little collectively is why the things are the way they are, is why that the uh, the government guys are able to easily rule over us and pass all manner of rules and regulations and taxes that uh, people just obediently jump through the hoops for. And it just has to end at some point or otherwise you're just going to be progressively more and more enslaved. And you have to ask yourself, at what point will you do something? If not now, when? If not now, at a point at which you have, you know, multi-trillion dollar federal government that gets involved in almost every aspect of your life. You know, who of us out there isn't subject to some some form of taxation or regulation on a regular basis in our daily lives? You know, eventually it will hit you and it will hit you hard. And hopefully by that point, it won't be too late to stand up, really. So think about that. What will it take? What more depredations? How much more murder in your name? How many more people have to die overseas or here at home? How many more people have to have their lives decimated? Whether it be somebody who's pre- uh, prevented from killing themselves in a sort of a terminal illness situation or just uh, your run-of-the-mill marijuana arrest that uh, ends up resulting in somebody losing their job or losing their apartment or their home or their family because they've been aggressed against by the state in their insane war on drugs. How many more victims have to be created before you'll finally just you know, tell yourself that you've had enough and you're willing to actually put something on the line yourself? 855-453, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves or just sit back and watch as all of your freedoms are continually stripped away. one 855 you take control here. It is Free Talk Live. Yeah, take control while you're still free to. Free Talk Live. Online Bitcoin poker at sealswithclubs.eu. That's right. Play poker online with Bitcoin, the digital cryptocurrency. Anonymous accounts, optional email, and no banking. 
only Bitcoin deposits and withdrawals at sealswithclubs.eu. Great player rewards, free rolls, and other promotions. For more information, visit us online at sealswithclubs.eu. No seals were harmed in the making of this advertisement. Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program, and of course, you can bring up anything you want here, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy all the features that we give to you there. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. Our mobile site is available for those of you with a smartphone. It does not matter what brand of phone you have. You can go to m.freetalklive.com. You'll find software there for your brand of phone, whichever operating system you're, you're using. You'll find the links to our live streams, and you can get tuned into Free Talk Live's live streams around the clock. You'll always hear the latest episode of Free Talk Live when you're listening there. Once again, go to m, as in mobile, .freetalklive.com. And if you'd like to get your hands on some silver or gold, you should go to silver freetalklive.com or gold.freetalklive.com because you'll be able to hook yourself up with hand-picked gold and silver pieces like British sovereigns, 20 francs, Lakota Nation silver rounds, and more. You can go to silver.freetalklive.com to order there through Midas Resources. That's the company that is actually behind the syndication of Free Talk Live. So whenever you order through silver.freetalklive.com, you're actually directly benefiting Free Talk Live in that you're helping keep our uh, syndicate uh, happy and you're also going to benefit Free Talk Live directly and that we get a very, very small percentage of uh, any purchases well, made. That's because there's not much of a markup on there is the not. gold or silver. Uh, so go to silver.freetalklive.com. It's a great idea to help protect your wealth against the continual robbery uh, by the state in the form of inflating the money supply because gold and silver have historically been very good at holding their value against inflation. So go to silver.freetalklive.com or if you don't have the internet, you can call them at 877-857-9938. That's 877-857-9938 to get your gold and silver as we go to the phones here and continue with your thoughts. Let's talk to Robert listening in somewhere around the Delaware area to WGMD-FM. Hey, Robert. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I gotta say, you guys covered a lot of things since I picked up, since I first called. Well, that's true. We can sometimes move yeah, at a quick pace. Know. Yep, sometimes it goes fast, sometimes... kind of uh, change what I want to talk about. Go well, right you, ahead. You are under no uh, obligation to I follow do... any topic. You can pick up whatever you want. It's free Talk Live. I do have to, I do have to admit, uh, lately the government has been uh, following George Orwell's plan pretty closely. Mm. They, seem, they seem hell-bent on it. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, as you said earlier, that is our fault. Not so much that we have to release, but we vote for the wrong idiots, and we let the people in there get too much power that we can't vote some of that power out. It's a complete waste because, I mean, look in California where drugs, you know, marijuana at least, is now legally sold, while other states it's not. You made a comment earlier that kind of uh, about how 51% shouldn't could say how you do it. As long as you play your music too loud, the problem is there's people out there who think as long as I'm playing in my house, doesn't matter how loud it is, not many people get uh, covered out with it. Well, if you're well, in your, if you're making too much noise and that noise is violating other people's personal space, then I, I agree. But the problem is, without the government, where we all vote together to decide what it is, I mean, what, what would be the uh, alternative alternative to 51 percent deciding how much noise is too loud? Well, I think Otherwise, that, you guys, well, this isn't too loud. Or this is your first year. 
If the government stayed within with within a certain set of boundaries, and those boundaries being, yes. you know, as long as well, l- l- unfortunately, they're going past the boundaries. Like uh, agreed, Mayor Mike was a thirty-two ounce nonsense. That's the na- that's the nature of monopolies. Monopolies are going to expand their purview. They have no competition and nothing to keep them in, in in check. And when you have the government, which is a monopoly on the use of violence, because that's what they'll use on you whenever you break their rules, and they can make whatever rules they want, then they're going to well, expand. What's that? Well, through, through the votes, you're supposed to keep them from being able to make whatever rules they want. How's that been working out for you? Well, we get we have 200 and some 30 something years of uh, you know making the votes and seeing how that works out. How's yeah, it going? Well, it was it was, and then too many people. I agree. It was uh, it was a corrupted system. I'm not saying the system's wrong. I'm saying it was corrupted. I'm saying it's, it's wrong. Absolutely corrupted. I'm not saying. I, I'm going to say that it's wrong uh, because it doesn't. Even if it was, you know, some uncorrupt people that were in there, you've still it's still wrong to have 51% decide things for the other 49%. I mean, people should have rights and uh, the rights Everyone should have rights. Oh, you have, you have you absolutely have rights. But you don't get and to get rid is, of rights because of a majority vote. Yeah, and, no, you still you still have your don't don't uh, confuse a majority vote as in the 40, the other 49 have rights. Yeah, that pretty much means they don't have those, rights. Slowly those rights have been eroded. So according to the Constitution, oh, we've got the right to absolutely. keep and bear arms. No. But there are plenty of people out there that don't want you to, and they've been somewhat successful because there are 20,000... Yeah, uh, the, the problem is you have the right to bear arms. I have no problem with everyone. All honest citizens have a right to bear arms. Well, why don't oh, all it's citizens... It's already a quali- qualification well, now, huh? now, now it's, the, That's not what the government said. No, that's, that's not what the, the, the founding document said, and I don't think that that's true. You don't think the dishonest people have the right to protect their families? The problem is they don't use it to protect their families. They use it to uh, endanger other families. Well, you know, I'm a convicted felon. I got out of prison more than a decade ago, and it was for murder. It doesn't get any worse than that. But I live with my wife and my child, and I happen to live in a town where there's no cop. Are you telling me I shouldn't be able to protect myself from somebody who wants to come up and do a home invasion? If, If there's no cop, who's going to keep you from carrying the gun? Well, there are cops elsewhere, and they're state cops. I'm just saying, if there's no cop there, they're not going to come check on you. They're not going to check your house. How are they going to know you have a gun But it's still illegal. Even if I happen to have, you know, some kind, even if I had an armory in there uh, with a law's rocket in order to keep people out, and who knows what I've really got, right? But if, you know, it's illegal, and if for whatever reason they wanted to search my house, they could go ahead and find it. It's not like you can keep them out if they want to come in. You still have the right that they can't search your house without probable cause. <laughs> there's a lot of it. You know, there's all kinds of people. There was a, just a there was a situation uh, this week where the cops came in. They shot the family dog. They made the kids sit down by the by, by the dog's corpse. They they searched the family's house. It turns out that the the warrant they had was uh, for the the house next door, um, and they had the wrong number on it. But they did find themselves a bag of pot. Thanks for the call, Robert. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 855-450-3. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. 1-855-450-3733. Camden is on the line listening in East Texas to XM's Extreme Talk. Camden, it's on your mind. Camden. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Hello, this is Kevin. How you doing? How do you spell your name? Is it C-A-M-D-E-N? No, K-E-V-I-N. Kevin, way off. All right, Kevin, you're on the air. No wonder it's confusing. Yeah, I'm from behind the Pine Curtain. It might be hard for you to hear me. The Pine Curtain? <laughs> no, uh, 
Yeah, the the rhetoric that's coming out of, uh, I guess, Chicago and different places, but the new Black Panther Party, I've not, uh, it's nothing, It's none of it's been on the mainstream media. Yeah, I haven't heard much but, about uh, it, but I've heard a lot of uh, sort well, of... They're they're calling for about just total race war, and they're wanting to blow up nurseries that's got white babies in there, and... Yikes. Wouldn't that be kind of dumb? And, I mean, if you right, if you were... If you were a member of an ethnic minority that was fewer than 20% of the population in the United States and you wanted to wage war on the, you know, the, the ethnic majority, wouldn't that be a really bad idea? Well, there's... That would be a very bad idea because they have neither the population nor the weapons. But just to remember, the, the Black Panthers don't speak logistics. for black people. Right. Racism is dumb, period. Uh, Kevin, if you want to hang on, we can bring you back here in a moment. But racism is dumb, period. So, of course, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> I mean, whether it's the KKK. I'm just taking his word on it. I've heard Whether somebody's... it's the KKK or the Black Panthers, if you're racist, uh, you know, you're probably not too bright. It's Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features, we give them away, and uh, you can go and enjoy the webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact with other Free Talk Live listeners as our chat room's built into the same page. So go to cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Mail to jail. Is mail-2-jail.com is now making it possible to donate directly to your favorite political prisoners using bitcoins. You can donate directly to Adamo, our uh, sometime co-host here on Free Talk Live when he's not in jail for being the press, or any other jailed liberty activist with bitcoins. All you have to do is go to mail-2-jail.com. They've, uh, you can also donate to their great work there. And, you know, it's it's a great little thing. Uh, it uses bitcoins, which is, uh, you know, awesome uh, anonymous Internet currency. You can't get any kind of, you know, nobody's tracking who's sending money and who's receiving it or anything like that. You're just helping people that need help. Uh, you know, a demo, uh, you know, will be getting donations directly to his commissary. And I don't know. We don't know how long he's going to be in there, frankly. Hopefully it's not much could more be than a month. month. Could be yeah. two. Mail-2-jail.com. And if you need optical transceivers for your networking equipment and you want to support Liberty at the same time, buy them from MemoryDealers.com. You can buy them with Bitcoins. You can buy them with cash. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right. So we lost our caller who was on the line. He was talking about uh, apparently there's a new Black Panther Party, and they have been saying some horrible things about killing uh People uh, killing white people, and of course there have been some horrible things that uh, the KKK has said about killing black people, and so what's new? There's racists in the world, and they're despicable, and I, although I should, be, I should be a little bit nicer, racism I think is stupid, but the people who are racist are not necessarily stupid. They are just ignorant. 
Well, you that know, can be cured. Ignorance can be cured, and people who are racist can change. The, if you want to look at the world from the arbitrary decisions of race, and uh, you know, at this point, we're all mutts. You know, any, any these people out there that have racist ideas, they're part other races, and probably the race that they dislike. I mean, the statistical likelihood of you being a pure bred in whatever race it is that mm-hmm. you believe you know is important to you is really unlikely. You know. People might decide I've I've decided that I don't have a race because race is something that you decide for yourself. It's just something you you know, or something that other people decide for you. But it's it's arbitrary. It's not true. You know, if somebody's half uh, Asian, people might call them Asian in this country, but in another country they'd call them white because they Mm. look. You know, they, they just look different. And so what? I mean, it's just something that people are making up. So I've decided I don't. I, I'm not even going to play that race game for myself. But some people might decide that I'm white, but they'd be wrong because, you know, I've chested my my DNA and you got some Indian in you, right? Yeah, I've got some some Indian in me and some Jew in me and whatever. So what? Big Indeed. deal. Let's go to the phones here. See what you think about whatever's on your mind. Larry listening to Kalamazoo's WKZO. Hey, Larry. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on yeah, your mind? I, I, I was listening to you guys talk about the assisted suicide in England, and I can I can understand both sides. I mean, the part of the problem is that he's asking for doctor-assisted. And, and, you know, I'm a psychologist, you know, and I'm licensed and I have to follow ethical guidelines, and if I don't, and, and so I can't, even if the person comes to me and says, oh, I want help, well, they might not be in a state of mind where they can do that. Mm-hmm. The other problem on the other side is with the legal system. Or a legal system, you know, the courts unfortunately can't go in and make a decision about one case. It always sets precedent for following cases. You know, and I think that's why judges don't want to go in and say, oh, yeah, we allow this one, because then everybody coming along after that, even if it's not a worthy case, will say, well, see, that precedent allowed it, so we have to have it, too. So it's a really tough issue to look at. Yeah, I mean, I understand the person has control over themselves, but they don't physically. And, and how do you get over that? It's a real dilemma. I, I don't know the answer you to know, it. You know, as a judge, I, both sides. I, I, I get where you're coming from. And, and you know, and with the English common law system, which England and the United States are sort of based on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I get that there's precedent. I really do. I understand why judges would be reticent to do it, but it's because they're cover your butt bureaucrats. I mean, well, yeah. it, wait, wait, wait. You know, as a judge, if I was sitting there, I'd be like, oh my God, this person needs to be able to commit suicide if that's what they need to be able to do. I mean, he's a judge, for God's sake. That's what he's supposed to do. And one decision doesn't mean that the whole world slips into anarchy. I'm sure you you guys have, have dealt with the legal system, and I've had a, some dealing Sadly. with the legal system. And unfortunately, as a friend of mine said one time, I said, "Well, what's the problem with the justice system?" Is the problem is that we call it the justice system; it's not a justice system; it's a legal system. It's a legal system. Mm-hmm. The difference yeah. is a justice system should be looking for justice. A legal system is just a system that follows a set of rules. Right, yes. and it propagates itself as well. Uh, right. yeah, I think you've made some good observations, but clearly the choice you do make in this case, if, 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 if this were to set precedent, and I think that it's nonsense because we've seen courts make decisions before and seen bureaucrats ignore those decisions left and right, so the idea mm-hmm. that any of, the, any of its precedent is ridiculous. And, the idea that and, they follow their own laws. Right, and, and courts can ignore precedent at will, it seems, in my observation. But even if it were to, uh, to set precedent, then the right precedent to set is that people own themselves and they should be able to kill themselves even in ridiculous circumstances, even for reasons that we disagree with, even for reasons that we would find offensive or reasons that we don't think are appropriate uh, because it's not our life to live. 
And part of the problem, though, is in my area, you know, if a person is temporarily mentally ill and they say, oh, I want to die now, are they really capable of making that decision? Mental illness is the uh, is the single most difficult issue to deal with when talking about rights theory and people owning themselves and uh, the idea that that we are sovereign individuals because (laughs) you enter into this uh, situation where, you know, I I absolutely believe that I have met mentally ill people. You're sitting across from one of them. As a matter of fact, I believe I work with a (laughs) mentally ill person. I believe that I probably, I think we've all probably entered moments of time where we're mentally ill ourselves. And I don't think that there's anything, any such thing as a person there is no paradigm where a person is actually, you know, absolutely sane. Um, only the insane people would believe that they are sane. So, you know, you you always have people questioning other people. So, you know, what the government's doing is it's allowing insane people to drive, to own guns, and to do all kinds of other dangerous, awful things. To get because, into public office. Right. I mean, you know, like if we're all crazy, and I think we all are, then, you know, how do we figure out how we get through this world? Let, let me just make one comment. I had a professor back in graduate school who said suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Agreed. Well, in this guy's case, it's a pretty yeah, permanent yeah. problem. Thanks, Larry, yeah, for yeah, the call. Yeah, I appreciate your thoughts yeah, and, and observations. But mostly, mostly suicide is chosen by people who have very temporary problems. 855-450-FREE. I tend to understand and agree with where you're coming from, but ultimately, I don't think it should be a crime. I don't think that those people who are attempting suicide and who fail should be put in a jail but cell for doctors, that. But this is doctor-assisted suicide is what his concern is. I understand that. I think all suicide should be legal. I don't think you should be charged with a crime if you attempt to kill yourself and fail. That's wrong. I agree with you on that, but most doctors could set it up where, you know, if if they were allowed to, you know, I don't think I, they would do it, but if they were allowed to, well, they right. could do like the Kevorkian did and just make it so somebody could turn a little switch and kill themselves. Sure, but I doubt many doctors would be willing to assist someone with suicide because their girlfriend broke up with them. Agreed. Right? So there would be some sort of an interview process and, you know, the doctor would, would make the decision as to whether or not he could, you know, as part of his Hippocratic Oath, still be able to be a doctor and, after helping And be clear... Kevorkian did not get convicted for any of those other situations where he helped somebody die. Mm -hmm. He only got convicted when he finally did it himself because the person couldn't couldn't do it themselves. Let's go to Derek J. on the line with uh, Eddie Free in D.C. checking in from Lemonade Freedom Day. Hey, guys. Hey, good to be with you guys. Uh, Well, Lemonade Freedom Day in D.C. was a huge success. We had about 100 people or more. Uh, tourists were getting in on the action and enjoying raw milk for the first time and engaging in voluntary interactions with other free human beings. That's exciting. LemonadeFreedom.com was the website. If you guys can hang on, we'll bring it back here in a moment, talk a little bit more about what happened today. Uh, hopefully uh, no one was arrested as they were last year. Yeah, arresting uh, we'll, people for selling lemonade. We'll come back in a moment. Lemonade stands. Uh, I can tell you that uh, Lemonade Freedom Day went smoothly here in Keene, New Hampshire, and uh, no arrests, no harassment from the police. 855-453 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. How about where you live? You can take control here in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live, which are next. 
The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. You like your friends. You like Free Talk Live. Like your friends enough to share something you like with them. Help Free Talk Live get into more ears. Podcast listeners are the most important area of growth for Free Talk Live. Please share one episode a week on Facebook. Take control of the airwaves here. Toll-free number is 855-450-FREE in the remaining moments of this live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. But hey, if you don't get on tonight and you still have something to say, you can say it online, of course, at our Twitter or Facebook. And you can, of course, call tomorrow night because we do this thing seven nights a week. Mark, you're going to be here for the live Sunday show with Stephanie uh, tomorrow night. So still plenty of time for your calls, even if you don't get in tonight. Our number again is 855-450-FREE. And you can, of course, join us over at freetalklive.com. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll learn there how do you, you can get a free bumper sticker for Free Talk Live. You can download uh, web graphics, high-res graphics even. You can use for whatever purposes you'd like. Maybe you want to make your own Free Talk Live t-shirt. You can do that with our high-res graphics over at freetalklive.com. Actually, promote.freetalklive.com. Derek J., formerly uh, on Tuesday nights with us and is only off the air simply because he's not physically here in New Hampshire to be on the air with us. Uh, certainly miss you, Derek J. And, uh, of course, Eddie Free is with you down there as well in D.C. as you guys experience today's Lemonade Freedom Day at LemonadeFreedom.com. All around the country, people were engaging in lemonade sales uh, without government permits. And uh, so tell me more about what happened today in D.C. That's right. Well, we were in the District of Criminals this morning, uh, right outside Capitol Hill, and it turns out that the criminals didn't want to be a part of our interaction. Uh, They were invited uh, via bullhorn to come and participate in the free exchange of uh, goods and services that we had available, and no one showed up. It was uh, a big surprise to me, especially given the precedent from last year where three people were arrested. Mm -hmm. You may remember Will Duffield, Meg McLean, and Kathy Dill were arrested, and all three were uh, in attendance today, and yet uh, we, we all remained unmolested by the law enforcers. Fantastic. And I imagine. Well, better you, luck next time. Do, now, do you have a video camera? Were you able to uh, capture interviews and in, uh, the scene, that sort of thing? I was. I was walking around with a video camera all day. I was one of many video cameras. There's a lot of footage that's going to be coming out from this event, and I'm still uploading videos myself. Some are online already at Freeman TV. The best way for folks to check that out is through my blog, which launched today, libertyontour.com. Uh, you know, the Liberty on Tour guys, Pete Air and uh, Damo Freeman, are uh, no longer using that site, but I am on tour. So, Excellent. Um, the Freeman in Exile tour just began today with this important event. Well, so, is, so your, is your pitch, uh, come watch my video, nothing happened? <laughs> well, uh, that, was, uh, that was something that some of the activists were discussing as we left, is, uh, well, you know, these things typically go viral when uh, the police have inter- um, interactions with us that are unwarranted. But today, I think the success was that we showed strength in numbers makes a difference. Absolutely. And that's just a, you know, a thing that I experienced in the Free State Project uh, up in New Hampshire. When folks get together and participate in civil disobedience together, the law enforcers want to have no part of it. Uh, when there were three people doing civil disobedience, well, then the police felt like they could swoop in and 
vibrant, peaceful people. And what was the total number of folks that you saw out there today? Uh, I saw over a hundred wow. because there were there were tourists who came in to participate as they were passing through and enjoying the reflecting pool. That's excellent. So, uh, as far as activists, would you say what would you say? A dozen, couple dozen? What what's accurate? I I, I would say uh, almost. 40 of them were activists. That's excellent. Uh, now, of course, part of the reason why it was so successful is because this year's Lemonade Freedom Day combined with the Raw Milk Freedom Riders, the uh, the ladies and, uh, and and gents who support uh, people being able to choose to drink raw milk without being thrown in a cage or threatened with fines by the government people. And so, so there was not just lemonade uh, available today. That's right. And, in fact, the lemonade sold out. So a lot of people were trying raw milk for the first time. That was something that a lot of people weren't expecting. Hmm. I know I uh, engaged in some voluntary exchange and enjoyed some raw milk today. And it was my understanding that this was the only place in D.C. where raw milk was available. (laughs) (laughs) And available illegally uh, as well. Uh, It was actually illegal for it to even cross the state lines to get there uh, in the first place. So uh, so I'm glad to hear that it went well. I know that here in Keene, uh, Kate, uh, her sister, was doing it. I think she's uh, all of eight years old, and they had a lemonade stand set up right in the heart of downtown Keene on Main Street. Uh, the police completely left it alone, and she sold out. Uh, plus, Daryl Perry from uh, the Cop Block Police Accountability Podcast was on foot with uh, lemonade, and he was, he was actually selling cups and would give people lemonade for free. So that was his gimmick. He was uh, he was just kind of walking around asking people if they wanted free lemonade and then would sell them a cup for a donation, which the person could decide for themselves what the donation was. So he said he was getting 50 cents to a dollar, and in some cases zero uh, for the cups, but was basically giving lemonade free to anybody that wanted it. Well, that is an interesting gimmick. Eddie's got some information. Ian, we were we were paid with you know not just uh, FRNs, but we were given silver. That's copper. Federal Reserve notes. Uh, I, I wait, got, wait, a, wait, I got a Shire um, a Shire card, Shire silver card. Even. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, FRNs reserves, uh, refers to Federal Reserve notes. That's uh, what it says on your little green piece of paper. Um, you know, the Federal For those Reserve who do not know. is a uh, is a is a private organization of banks, um, not a government agency. So, Derek, uh, you know, you've kicked off your exile tour. You are out of the, uh, the Shire for approximately a year, although you will be coming back briefly uh, next month for a quick visit. But generally, you're going to be out of the Shire. You're going to be touring around the country. You're going to be uh, likely talking to folks about victim. CrimeSpree.com, your uh, full feature-length documentary film, which is, by the way, now available uh, as an entry on the Internet Movie Database for those who uh, like that website, imdb.com. You can go there and cast your vote, select how many stars you think uh, Victimless Crime Spree deserves. And, uh, and so you're kicking off the tour today, right? That's right. And I wanted to go in a straight line, but for those who know me, I don't do anything straight. So I'm going up <laughs> to New, New Jersey to uh, investigate a victory garden that a young woman in Jersey City has presented. And she's really, she feels very strongly that everyone should grow food, even people in the city. And I want to learn about how that's possible. I'm a city slicker myself. Mm. I don't know anything about growing food, so I'm hoping to learn a lot. And if folks want to learn how they can be a part of it, they should check it out at libertyontour.com. And that's where I'll be blogging throughout the Exile Tour. I'm glad to see Liberty on Tour coming back, but uh, I hope that you'll also continue cross-posting or cross-post your stuff over at Free Keen, or at the very least, post a teaser at Free Keen to Liberty on Tour so you can get some more traffic over that way, because uh, obviously we want to keep up to date with what you're doing over there, too. 
Absolutely. I'd be glad to. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, really appreciate the time, and uh, be safe on the road out there. Derek J., keep checking in uh, by phone to let our listeners know what's going on with uh, your Exile Tour. And folks, by the way, can support your Exile Tour. The fundraiser is still going on, is it not? It sure is. And the easiest way to find it is through victimlesscrimespree.com. While you're watching the movie, uh, you know, throw in some coin if you want to see more events like this happening and more coverage of these style events. Yeah, the, the link is there on the right-hand side of the page at victimlesscrimespree.com. Derek J., Eddie Free, thanks for calling in. Glad that everything went smoothly. No arrests today in D.C. We've yet to hear uh, from anyone else as to whether or not their lemonade stands were aggressed against today. But uh, so far, everything seems uh, seems in the clear. Thanks for the call, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Ed, listening in Tennessee, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, Mark. Uh, the odds are in your favor. Hey. You really don't have to worry about having a gun. But what, what what kind of odds are you referring to? I just thought you talking about not having a weapon. And you're not allowed to have a weapon. That's correct. Don't worry about it. You're in New Hampshire, one of the safest states. It is. You know what I mean? The odds are in your favor. I'm not saying you have a zero chance, but the odds are greatly in your favor. You'll never need it. I think hey, I've sadly I think I've sadly bent the odds against me though by becoming a nationally syndicated radio talk show host. Oh no, you're all right. All right, thanks. Don't most worry talk about show it. hosts are not murdered by uh, by their listeners. That's uh, most yeah, talk show hosts. Pack hey, heat. I bet the odds on that are astronomical too. Probably. Even though I'm, my son had warned me about uh, some, you probably know. I really don't know, but it, uh, it was some uh, talk show host that did get shot in his driveway. But hey, uh, I want to comment happened. on the. It absolutely has happened. And then yeah. sometimes there's just people that aren't targeting talk show hosts. They just you know crash their car into a radio station or something like that. So <laughs> you never know. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, like I said, the odds are really in your favor. Very good, Ed. Agree? What else do you want to okay. share? Hey, also, the Black Panthers, these people are, are so, I mean, hey, they're logically deficient, if you think about it. The Black Panthers, how many people they kill lately? Not many. Zero that we know of. It's just like the terrorist threat. They build all this stuff. They listen to this kook, Alex Jones, as y'all know. Look, Americans died last year. The Black Panthers listen year. to Alex Jones? Yeah, a, a lot of these people listen to Alex, Alex Jones and then call other radio stations, just reverberate. You're talking about campus. our caller earlier, not the Black Panthers, just to be clear. No, no, no. Yeah, the caller earlier okay. talking about the Black Panthers. I'm saying a lot of them. I don't know that he does, but anyway. Hey, Americans uh, killed last year by international terrorists. Fifteen. Number of Americans killed by falling television in that same year. 2010. No way. 16. I don't believe 16. it. Falling televisions? Yeah, falling televisions kill more people than terrorists. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for that one, Ed. That's fun. Appreciate I did the, have uh, a friend call. who had a television fall on his head. Oh, it did didn't he, kill him. He lived through it? Yes. Concussion? Uh, I had hurt him and he had to really go to the bad. hospital. All right, so we'll be back tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime over at freetalklive.com and have yourself a super weekend. I've been told no in many different ways. I give you an order and you're going to obey it. Who told you to go this way? You can't do that and you have to leave here. You cannot bring Simon to the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable me. here, actually. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, whoa. hey, hey, hey. Who do you think you Excuse are? me. There is no video or audio allowed in this. Now, I have work today. This is you ain't going to make it. Wait, no, no. Wait a minute. Hey! Oh my god! Unbelievable! Because you scared me! What am I doing?
being detained now. for? You're being served. What is this? What is this? Bureaucrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. Available now free in HD. See it now at victimlesscrimespree.com.